Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Without further ado, let's go to the Roman guest line. Talk to our man, Alan Bell. Alan, thank you for being so patient as we rip through that and and live and die with each run scored and goal scored. Uh, but we appreciate you coming on and hanging out with us tonight. Hey, absolutely, man. I appreciate you guys having me on. Hey, look, and I'm with you, man. We, you know what? We got to get to the important stuff first, right? And if we're living run to run, man, yeah, that's definitely important. Yeah, we're living goal to goal, and another <laughs> one just happened. Toronto's now up 4-1. to one. Oh It's just miserable. I took the Capitals plus one and a half and Ovechkin to score. Alan, it's, yeah. it's not going well for me. But what is going <laughs> well for me so far, we talked about it earlier, and I, I, I hear you're the guy to give us the inside skinny on the USFL, I'm on the Mar the 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 Marauders or what the Maulers? What are the Maulers? Join us, Alan. I'm on, on Pittsburgh plus three and a half, Alan. Am I crazy? I don't even know their nickname. <laughs> no, you're not crazy at all, right? I'm like, good. Look, they, yeah, they're going against Tampa Bay. Look, yeah, get that plus three and a half. And look, I, I'm I'm fascinated by this. All right, so you look at all the totals in these games. They're like forty three and a half, forty two and a half, pretty much every one of them right there. I am fascinated to see what the scoring looks like because there's kind of two ways to think about it. Like these teams and these players, there's no way offensively like they could be on the same page, right? right? But defensively, I don't know if these guys are on the same page either, right? So like I don't know if it means like I feel like we're either gonna get games that are like in the thirty, like low thirties. Or 60s. Like, I have no idea what to expect in regards to that. I also find it fascinating. I'm here in Nashville uh, that the uh, the Michigan team is the favorite yeah. to win the title. Uh, yeah, uh, that team's coached by Jeff Fisher, right? So I'm fascinated <laughs> to see how my man Fish does in all this. Unbelievable. Did they play in 16 games? Because they'll probably go 8-8. Eight and eight, <laughs> I had to guess. <laughs> Alan, who are some of, like, the names that college football fans might know from the USFL. I know like Jordan Tiamu and Chad Kelly, I think former Ole Miss quarterbacks are in the league. Are there any kind of just household college names that big fans might remember from their college days? Well, you know, it's tough, man. Like, I think you kind of nailed it right there. Like, that's the hard part, you know, because I think it's going to be very regionally based, right? Mm. Like, you're going to look at guys like Cameron Scarlett. You're going to look at guys like Reggie Corburn, where they might not be a national name, but you're definitely going to get, you know, people that that pay attention uh, to these games that tune in that see players from their individual schools, right? So I I think it's – it's a tough question to answer because it's almost going to have like an MLB feel to where it really is going to be kind of regional. The interesting part is that all these games are going to take you know, in Birmingham as well. Like I am just so fascinated to see how this goes. Cause I think that like, you know, you look at these leagues that we've had, you know, these pro football leagues, you know, I think COVID kind of took down what could have been pretty good. It was kind of working, but like some, so one of them has to stick. And we're getting kind of close to if this doesn't work, I don't know if anybody else is investing the money. So, yeah, long story short, man, like I, I think we're going to see very regional based at first, and then we'll see who takes over. All right, I appreciate the, the insight on the USFL. Let's jump to the NFL, the draft coming up in two weeks here, Alan, out there in Vegas. We talked a little bit earlier about who the, the top pick would be. We think Aiden Hutchinson looks like he's going to be the guy there. Are you kind of hearing the same thing? Because I was interested looking over on CBS Sports. They had five different guys with their mock drafts, and there were four different guys (laughs) that were at the number one spot. 
Yeah, I know, right? Like, it's funny that, that, that there's so much. Like, I th- I'm with you. I think that Aiden is the guy. And if you're looking at betting it, there's really no value because it's like, what, minus 250, somewhere yeah. around there in regards to him going first. But I'll tell you this, kind of how I'm approaching it is I'm – I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on Kayvon Thibodeau going first at plus 2,500. Just sprinkle a little bit, right? Something I'm not afraid. If it loses, it loses. Do not care. I'm also going to bet him going second overall at plus 250, right? Like, I think he's going to go one or two. All right? I, I just – I can't play Aiden because it's just that much juice. But, yeah, like – I. I, I, it's hard to think that Aiden is not the guy because there's really nobody else to take that top spot from him. Alan, Trayvon Walker has kind of shot up these draft boards, I want to say maybe a month ago, two months ago, when you're going through these mock drafts. He really wasn't in the top five, and then all of a sudden now he's in conversation to go maybe number one, could go number two to Detroit, three to Houston. Why do you think all of a sudden there's been such a rise on the stock of Trayvon Walker? Well, one, because he's a good player, and two, kind of what we just talked about, right? Like, there really aren't that many, you know, just pure stand-up. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that this is not a talented draft. I'm just saying from, you know, a marketing perspective of what we look at, right? Like, there's just not, like, that guy where you're saying, okay, you know what, like, this is going to be the number one, and then whoever is, you know, right after him, like, that's who we want to go after. So you're going to see it, and I bet – you know, in the days leading up to it, like we're going to see this thing kind of move around pretty much except number one. I think that, you know, Aiden gets even more solidified. And then after that, it's going to be craziness, right? So, mm. and you talked about, you know, CBS, you know, and, and the mock drafts over there. You're right. Have them going off, you know, uh, number four, you know, to the New York Jets. So there's going to be value there. It's going to be a pretty wild top five, top 10, because again, the names aren't nationally huge just yet but they will be here pretty soon, and there's some really talented guys in there. Talking with Alan Bell from Sportsline on the Roman guest line here, Bill Rowan and P.J. Glasser, bet MGM tonight. Uh, Alan, we were talking about Sam Howell and the the drop-off that the North Carolina quarterback had last year. Had he been eligible to come out, he might have been that sixth guy uh, taken at the quarterback position in the first round. Then this year, Carolina's not very good. He just has a so-so season from what people expected him dropping probably into the second round, maybe even into the third round, we were talking about maybe the value of him being a guy that could come in and turn things around. Do you look at his NFL future differently than what it was, say, a year ago at this time before he had played his uh, redshirt sophomore year down there at Carolina? No, not really, but I think it's a great question of what you bring up, right? Because the year before, I mean, the kid was just on fire. Then, you know, the previous season, what we just saw, kind of fell apart. But, you know, again, like, I I think that, you know, there are obviously way smarter people than me, you know, in these NFL front offices that are breaking this kid down. And, you know, there's a lot that goes into it playing quarterback, right? Like, you know, your offensive line, your running backs, your blocking team, your coaches, like, they can just put you in bad, you know, situations. But that's what's interesting about this draft is we look at, you know, the quarterback's that are going to go, right? So, you know, do we think that there are going to be three that go in the first round, right? And we're kind of looking, you know, at uh, a Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter, okay? So then so let's say that that's how it plays out. You also look at the NFL teams that there really aren't that many teams that need a starting quarterback. And I think hmm. that, that kind of helps with Sam Howell, uh, you know, and a Matt Corral, right? Because you could look at teams, you know, say, all right, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers, like what did they do? Did they go with a Malik Willis in the first round? Like they've got, 
you know, a guy right now who's kind of a bridge QB, but do they spend that high of a draft pick on somebody who's going to kind of sit behind? I think a lot of teams watch the Packers, you know, and what they did with Jordan Love. Like, that hasn't worked out so well. So I'm with you, man. Like, I'm fascinated to see it. CBS has, you know, Sam Howell going second uh, round to the Atlanta Falcons, you know, who just lost Matt Ryan. Uh, and then, you know, what do you do with Matt Corral? What do you do with Desmond Ritter, right? Is right. he the third guy? Like, yeah, there's so many ways to look at it. I'm with you, man. Alan, I'm looking at the receivers, and this year's class is kind of reminding me a little bit of last year's in the sense that I feel like you have your top three guys with Garrett Wilson, Drake London, Jamison Williams. Last year we had Chase Waddle and Devontae Smith, and then there's kind of a drop-off. So of those big three, who is your favorite of Wilson, London, and Williams, and which guy do you think could have kind of that Jamar Chase just breakout rookie season? Yeah, so I think the first, you know, question that we have to ask is, you know, what does the health look like for Jamison Williams, right? Like, what you know, what we've seen on Twitter, uh, you know, with him running, like, he looks like he's, you know, pacing pretty well. Uh, I think Garrett Wilson, if you're drafting a wide receiver, uh, you know, he's, he's probably your number one. Uh, in terms of this, uh, just because the guy really can do it all, and, and there's really not much risk as opposed to, you know, say, a Jamison Williams. Drake London probably right behind him. Uh, and then, you know, Williams going in the top 20. So I, I'm fascinated to see that. I, I think that I think that Wilson, like, you know, drafting him is the safest play. I think Jamison Williams has the highest ceiling. If he comes in healthy, like, that's your guy. And if he falls, you know, in the right spot with a quarterback who can get on the ball, an offense that can put it in the air, man, like, that's your guy who could really put up numbers. But you got to have that as well. Um, so it depends on what team gets him. But, yeah, I would say Wilson's your safe pick. Jamison's your highest ceiling. Alan, when you look at the, the movement of the quarterbacks and you think about, you know, Russell Wilson changing teams, Matt Ryan changing teams, obviously the guys – the teams that are still the favorites, the Bills, the Buccaneers, the Chiefs, they didn't have any issues. They didn't have any changes at that big spot. Was there one move that you look at and say, hey, you know what? This guy going here makes them a little bit more interesting, maybe to win a division, maybe to win a conference. I mean, are, are you looking at possibly, I mean, the AL, I mean, excuse me, the AFC West is absolutely loaded. Does Russell Wilson <laughs> move the needle at all by him going to Denver? Yeah, I mean, he certainly moves the needle for Denver, right? But, you know, what you just said, I mean, it's murderer's row, 27 Yankees out there, right? Like, I mean, these, all these teams can play. So it's going to be tough. You know, somebody's got to get the Chiefs out of there first, right? Out right. of the, you know, the, the overall top spot. Look, I'll say this. In me being here in Nashville, I pay attention to the AFC South, uh, you know, a lot just because, you know, seeing these teams. I think Matt Ryan to the Colts is an excellent move because what he's going to do is essentially he – he doesn't have to do as much as what he did in Atlanta. His, you know, his attempts, his pass attempts are going to go down, right? Indianapolis, Indianapolis and Tennessee are very mirrored similar teams, right? They want to lead with running the football with Jonathan Taylor. So they really just want to kind of take the ball a little bit out of, you know, Matt Ryan's hands. But when the play action is there, attack, use the running game, tight ends, you know, short passes to where you kind of eliminate the risk with Matt Ryan of where, you know, once he got to 38 attempts, 40 attempts, you would start to see, you know, interceptions there. Um, and, and I think he's a safe, solid play for them. Uh, and any of us is a good football team. So, uh, you know, long story short, like I think that Matt Ryan will have the most effect, even though his numbers won't look it. 
but he just provides a, you know, just kind of a perfect mix of exactly what Frank Reich wants to do with that team. All right. Perfect. Alan Bell from sports Line. We appreciate the time tonight and uh, we will be watching my uh, Pittsburgh team plus three and a half this week. And I'm going to keep track on, I'm holding you to it. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I can't wait. I appreciate you guys having me on. Thank I appreciate you so it. Much. Thank you very much. Thanks, there he Alan. goes. Alan Bell from Sportsline here joining us on the Roman guest line.